0: I do not know. That's that's the answer to the magic question, the magic COVID nineteen question. I don't know. The question is this: Where can I find the AR fifteen? I have no idea right now. Finding the AR fifteen is probably as hard as finding a needle in a needle stack. <laughs> you feel me? But they they gone. You know, you should have got you one a long time ago. We've been telling you to get yourselves a good rifle for a long time you didn't and now you barely up you cannot find one anywhere but we can talk about them (laughs) today it's all about the ar-15 man no ar-10s no ar-7s none of that stuff man it's all about the ar-15 kick the intro tactical tuesdays i am your boy dr osiris carter (laughs) It's your partner, Uncle Malcolm. Tactical Tuesdays with Peach State Armory. It's Tactical Tuesdays. We back at you. Back with another banger, man. And today, today is all about discussing the AR-15 pattern rifle. The first part of this, we're going to get to a little history on the AR-15 pattern rifles. We're going to try to clear up a couple of misnomers that exist that still live in the firearms industry today. And also, guess what, guys? I'm in the booth alone today, so I will get to tell you, before we get out of here today several times, I will get to tell you what my favorite brand manufacturer of an AR-15 pattern rifle is. Now... AR 15 pattern rifle was designed back in late 1950s. A company by the name of Armalite developed the pattern for this rifle and they named it the AR 15. So that AR does not stand for assault rifle as some of these guys in the news and elsewhere would think that it stands for. Again, I have told you many times, it does not stand for assault rifle. Say what? Stands for Armalite rifle. So anyway, late fifties, this rifle was developed, and it was developed mainly for military use. But you know, it didn't sell much; didn't sell too much. And eventually, the pattern and the patent was sold to Colt. You know, Colt and Colt make some good firearms. I give you that they they, they better than Glock. But anyway, so they sold the pattern and the patent to Colt. And in 1963, I believe, 62, 63, anyway, around that time, of course, the USA was in the Vietnam War and we needed a rifle, a better rifle, to protect our troops, protect our boys on the ground. So they looked towards Colt to build his rifle. Um, so they they made some tweaks to the original design of the AR-15 and, you know, they supplied that rifle to our boys who desperately needed him out there in the field. So, the M16 stood the test of time. For a long time, the M16 was the service rifle for, I believe, and, you know, I ain't no military history expert, but I believe that the M16 was the service rifle for probably all the branches. I know the Air Force and the Army had it. But, you know, anyway, in the late 70s, the patent for the AR-15 pattern rifles expired. So what that basically meant was anybody could now build this rifle and the floodgates open. Now, let's unpack that for a second. Understand this, guys. The AR-15, the AR-15 was only in production from 1959 up until 1964. After 1964, when we gave that rifle to our boys in the field from Colt, it was then the M16. It was no longer the AR-15. The AR-15 is the Armalite Rifle 15. So what we see on the news and what we see in rap videos and what you see on the gun shelves at your local gun store, those are not AR-15s. Come on. What we got? Ooh, that's tight. That's beautiful. That's nice. What's that? It's- I'm sorry, but they're not AR-15s. They are AR-15 patterned rifles, but they are not AR-15s. And I'll do you one even better. i do you one even better. Look at the name of it and tell me if any of them say AR-15. No, they do not. Not one single manufacturer who makes those patterned rifles today can name it the AR-15. All of them have different names. For instance, (laughs) for instance, the Sig Sauer version, when I bought mine, the Gen 2, (laughs) when I bought mine, it was the 516. That's the name of the rifle. The one that the military had was the M16. It wasn't the AR-15, it was the M16. So let's be sure that when we're using these terms and these terminologies that we're using those things correctly. Nothing that you see today is an ar-15 unless it was made between 1959 and 1964. other than that if it came from colt it was something if it came from Mossberg, it was something if it came from glock it was oh wait a minute oh yeah glock don't make rivals but anyway sorry about that yeah well you just pissing everybody off today huh one caveat to this whole thing Coat actually was able to use the AR-15 markings on some of their rifles that were, I think, delivered to LE and civilians for a little bit of time anyway. They were able to use those markings on the rifles due to some contractual obligations from both sides. But that's a technical difficulty. Any rifle, modern rifle that you see today, will not be named the AR-15. I mean, you know, the Arrow Precision, it'll be the AC-15M. You got Daniel Defense with the DDM-4, DDM-3. You know, you got Rock River Arms, the LAR-15. Now, they came close. They came real close. But it's called the LAR-15. Six-hour, they got the M400. That's the new version, and it's it's, (laughs) an amazing, an amazing piece of machinery to get me one of these. I must say so I have shot one when I was up at the Sig Academy. Speaking of academies make sure you go to www.peachstatearmy.com check out Peach State University man we got several courses on there we are NRA certified instructors but we do have some proprietary courses that you might like so make sure you go to the website check out the course listings I promise you I promise you you want to go ahead and sign up because courses are filling up quick Now, I would be remiss if I did not give a special, special shout out to Eugene Stoner, the original designer of these pattern rifles. (laughs) He originally designed the AR-10 and the AR-15 was birthed like a a, a wonderful, wonderful little baby, was birthed from that original design. And thus we have the AR-15. Now, if we fast forward to mid-90s, 1994, I, good year. That was a good year for me. I was in eighth grade at Southwest Middle School. Shout out to the Wolves. That's that's not the name of the school no more. But anyway, 1994, you know I got to bring it up. We're talking the history of the AR-15 pattern rifle, so you know I got to bring it up. But anyway, 1994, we got the Federal Assault Weapons Ban. Boo! Insert boo here. So from 1994 up until 2004, under the federal assault weapons ban, the Colt AR 15 pattern rifle with specific features were basically banned in the USA. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Uncle Luke, Two Live Crew, one time. But anyway, so they were banned in the USA, man. Um, After the after 2004, of course, everybody's light bulb came on and said, hey, listen, man. Come on. we, You know, come on, guys. So after 10 painful years, the ban was lifted due to its sunset provision and there were several attempts at trying to renew it, several attempts at trying to say, hey, this sunset provision is null and void. That didn't work and now, Now we are able to own AR-15 pattern rifles. You can carry them on your back if you want to in some states. You know, that's a legal issue that you might want to check online and, you know, find if that's legal in your state. Because we all know that legal ownership is the only kind of ownership. Now, let's talk some specs or specifications for you more intellectual shooters Let's talk some specs of traditional AR-15 pattern rifles. Now, we're talking specifications of modern AR-15 pattern rifles. And let's be clear, the specifications that we're about to talk about right now are not the only specifications that are germane to modern sporting rifles, modern AR-15 pattern rifles, whatever you want to call them. They are some of the most important specifications and they the only ones i can think about right now but one of the main specifications is that modern ar-15 pattern rifles do have what they call a select fire switch now the select fire switch does just that it allows the operator to select the rate of fire that the rifle discharges so basically in military use okay they have a different selection of rates of fire than the civilians do. In military, see, they had what we call the fun switch. And you put that puppy on fun, and it's going MC Hammer. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Straight up. Now, for civilian use, the only rate of fire that we have is one round per trigger press. That's it. But I tell you this, you get caught as a civilian, with one of them guys that got a fun switch on it and you don't have the proper paperwork. But you're going to be behind balls, and I can promise you that one, Jack. Bodgers, we don't need no stinking bodgers. Oh, no. <laughs> now, the select fire switch is also used to put the rifle on both safe and bang-bang mode. You understand me? But anyway, so that's one of the main specifications of most modern sporting rifles, most modern AR-15 pattern rifles, again, whatever you want to call them, guys. Another main specification for modern AR-15 pattern rifles is that they will be operated by way of a gas system. Now, this gas system works differently in different manufacturers' versions of the AR-15 pattern rifle, but in a nutshell, the gas that is produced when a round is fired is then recycled back through that firearm or back through that rifle, should I say, by some method, and the gas is then used to push that bolt back, eject that round out, and the action of that rifle continues, continues every time you press that trigger. (laughs) Now, also, let's be clear on this fact. When you're out looking for an AR-15 pattern rifle for your use, make sure you pay close attention to the gas operation system that that rifle has now you know me being the son of sig i'm just tell you to go out get you a sig sour rifle and let that be that because i know for a fact the gas system and those are far superior than most but i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna do that guys just make sure when you're out looking for your rifle that you pay attention to some of these things now The last thing that we're going to mention, the last main specification that we're going to mention about AR-15 pattern rifles is that all of them are fed by a detachable magazine. And if you get you a good rifle, that thing better have an ambidextrous mag release button. Do yourself a favor. First thing, get a firearm. Now, the good thing about that is... You can get those in different capacities. I've seen them from as small as 10 round mags all the way up to 100 round mags. And we've talked about it on the show before. You can scroll back. Make sure you are subscribed to PSA's Tactical Tuesdays. But you can scroll back and listen to some of those tactical assessors of the day, man. We always, always, always use P-Mags. I know other companies make them. I've got a couple of Troy mags. Got a couple of other mags. But P-Mags are my go-to I'm just saying, I think you got to think about your options. Now, let's talk about where you can get some of these guys from. And unfortunately, we do not sell guns. Let me reiterate Peach State Armory does not sell guns. But I can tell you a couple of places that I shop. Uh, you can go online. I got this from my guy Hickok45. Shout out to Hickok45. That's the guy right there. But anyway, Hickok 45 swears by Buzz Gun Shop. You can check them out online probably. And, and, and no, Buzz is not paying us. But, Buzz, you can't pay your boys. Buzz, you can send somebody to the show. Also, my guy Chill up in Charlotte, he put me on to Hyatt Gun Shop online. And I've actually bought a couple of firearms from Hyatt. They ship fast, good customer service, and they allow you to put stuff on layaway, man. So, if you don't have it all at one time, you can put on layaway with those guys. They are not paying us, but hire (laughs) it. Drive somebody down the road, man. Send somebody down here to the show so we can chop it up a little bit, man, about that website. If you're local, we shop a lot at Adventure Outdoors. Shout out to AO. And now like i always tell you if you ain't got one you better go get you one it's the tactical accessory of the day today's tactical accessory comes to us from utg now if you're not familiar with utg utg is basically a sub company up under the broad company called leapers and i'm sure if you've been in the shooting industry if you've been around you've heard of leapers before if not Check those guys out. But anyway, today's tactical accessory comes to us from the UTG brand. And UTG was basically set up under Leapers to provide tactical accessories, tactical gear. And I I also believe that the scopes are up under UTG as well. But anyway, today's tactical accessory is my green light and laser combo. And it is amazing. First of all, the flashlight has 400 lumens which is amazing, 400 lumens, and with the regular battery in there, you can run that guy for probably about three hours before it starts burning up. Uh, The bracket that the flashlight and the laser sit in rotates, so you basically get 10 locking solid positions that you can rotate around to uh, place that guy in the perfect position. I promise you, if you don't have a light laser combo, this is your guy. the The best part about it is that it has a Picatinny rail attachment, so it attaches to any standard 1913. Even better, it has a quick detach lever. So once you get it set perfectly for your setup, you tune him in, and you can use that quick detach lever to take him on and off, easiest peasy, easiest pie. The UTG green laser, and by the way, if you guys don't know, as we get older, as we men folks get older, our eyes see green lights and green lasers and things like that a lot better than they see red. So that's why you may hear guys talking about they have a green laser because we get to see it better. And that one right there, guys, was free. But anyway, the UTG light laser combo If you don't have one of these, you better go get you one. But unfortunately, this thing is a lot more expensive than when I bought mine. (laughs) I think I paid $89 for it, and now they're going for over about $140. But it's a good, good, good option. A great option. And you know we always got to send some shots down range. Shots down range. And when our previous episodes, bro, gave a shout out to first responders, especially during this pandemic that we're going through, but I want to take this time, man, to specially shout out one part of the first responders group, and that's gonna be those guys and gals that's working in nine one one. That's near and dear to my heart, man. I've been in emergency communication since two thousand nine, and nine one one operators rarely, rarely, rarely ever get anything but bad news so i just want to say shout out to you guys man especially what we're going through right now the work that you guys are doing it does not go unnoticed you guys are the best hey man my heroes wear headsets make sure you go to www.peachstatearmory.com check out the course listings check out the pro shop and also check out the custom shots man i think you might find something you like and we're going to continuously add pictures to that, too. I am your boy, Dr. Osiris Carter. And on my off days, I'm usually serving as a captain on the zombie apocalypse response team. Straight up. Make sure you wash your hands. Make sure you watch your six. Make sure you stay low, man. And stay six feet apart from everybody. Because guess what? COVID, it ain't over. It's still here. Cheer.